KSOM, KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson, forecast high for today, 32 degrees, 21 at the low tonight, 33 on Tuesday, low 22. Wednesday, 29 with a 20% chance of snow, low 10. Thursday, 23, low 12. Friday, 37, low 15. Saturday, 26, low 3. And Sunday's high, 13, with a 20% chance of precipitation. The National Weather Service has issued a dense fog advisory for all of western Iowa until 9 a.m. today. Forecasters say visibilities will be one half mile or less, causing difficult driving conditions. Below freezing temperatures may lead to icy roads. Right now, it's 17 degrees. Well, Audubon School Superintendent Eric Traeger said he, as well as many of his colleagues, are not in favor of education savings accounts or vouchers. Mandy Billings reports. The governor's proposed Students First Act would put nearly $7,600 into educational savings accounts for parents who opt out of the public school system. Traeger said there are a couple of reasons he is not in favor. We've been arguing against education savings accounts or vouchers for four or five years now, and and those arguments remain. Um, the you know the fact that private schools don't have to take all students, um, and the fact that um, they're not held to the same accountability standards as us. Um, you know, there's there's been a couple legislators mention that competition is good and competition will make everybody better. Totally agree with that. Um, but in order for there to be competition, there has to be a level playing field, and and that simply isn't the case. Um, and um, you know, this is not uh, me being against private schools in any way, sh- shape, or form. Um, It's just that there are differences between public schools and private schools. Traeger said the other piece that concerns him is the cost. Last year, the governor's proposal was much smaller than her proposal this year. Traeger said the numbers from the governor's office indicate that this program will cost $918 million over the first four years and then $340 million every year beyond that. Our concern is that, um, you know, at a time when when, uh, we are... um, looking at cutting um, income taxes uh, to a flat rate um, over time to 2026. That'll all be in place. Um, we're, we're taking steps to reform and reduce property taxes. Um, you know, I'm a taxpayer. I'm not opposed to any of those things. I think they're, they're, it's important to have small and fiscally responsible gov- government. But when you're doing that at the same time as you're adding um, a program of this size that just seems fiscally irresponsible, and then, and then adding, um, you know, when you when you add the fact that um, this this bill will not even go through House Ways and Means or House Appropriations. Um, um, which is kind of where they really dig into that uh, that fiscal impact. Um, you know, you got to ask the question: what's what's going on here, and why are we not taking the, you know, the traditional, typical steps to um, move a bill through um, the House and Senate? Floor votes on this bill could take place this week, and Traeger said he hopes that House Republicans will stand strong and continue to defeat this bill. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. Well, House District 23 Representative Ray Sorensen of Greenfield says there are a lot of flag planters on both sides of the governor's school choice bill. In his latest newsletter, Representative Sorensen says he attended forums in Greenfield and Winterset on Saturday. He says in Greenfield, constituents were heavily against the bill, and in Winterset, they were heavily for it. 
Sorensen met with superintendents and school board members this past week. Like most public school employees, stands against the bill. The Republican representative says for him, the big one is affordability. Could the state not just next year be implemented in years beyond that? Afford a bill like this and continue reinvesting and even fight for a raise in public schools. Sorensen says for him, the bill is not his favorite. Still, he thinks it might have some merit, primarily that state funds follow the student and not the institution. For families that may be stuck, this could be their ticket to a better education that was otherwise unaffordable. Representative Sorensen says he's working on changes that might level the playing field, amendments for clarifying opening categorical funds for hiring teachers, raising salaries, and operational sharing. He says... uh, We will see how much we can get done before and after this bill is voted on to ensure public schools have what they need to succeed. Iowa House District 23 consists of Olivadere and Madison counties and portions of Clark, Union, and Dallas counties. Well, the AHSTW school is looking to hire a new high school principal for next school year and a junior high social studies teacher. Superintendent Darren Jones says the school board received the resignations at their meeting on Thursday. We're looking forward to uh, developing a plan and timeline with that, and we'll be reaching out to uh, some consultant firms uh, to assist us in the hiring of the, of the high school principal's position. And uh, our, our admin, admin team is, is working on junior high social studies as we speak. So, And the school board approved the purchase and installation of a new heat pump for one of the classrooms. And the Griswold School Board is exploring a four-day school week. Superintendent Dave Henrich says when the board set their goals during the November meeting, one goal is centered around staff recruitment and retention, and the other dealt with open enrollment. In December, the board held a work session to develop an action plan towards those goals, and the board asked that they research a possible four-day school week as a way to attract and retain staff members. So at uh, the last board meeting in January, we shared a little information with the board, and then it quickly became evident that probably the most important first step is to survey our staff and our kids and families to make sure that's something they're interested in. Enridge says he and the principals will start working on that survey and get it sent out soon. He said if they do this, the earliest it would happen is the 2024-2025 school year. The Iowa Department of Transportation's new traffic safety campaign is getting personal. A DOT representative says they found that the previous zero fatalities campaign was not resonating with drivers that a numbers game didn't mean as much as something closer to home. Their new What Drives You campaign will remind drivers who's waiting for them at the end of their trip and what happens if they don't arrive safely. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. ABC News is coming up.